0: For a long hiatus, there's actually something to talk about with respect to Skyrim.
1: Well, there's three things, and I guess we're going to get to all three. Um, I surprised my co-host by adding a third one all of a sudden. We're going to talk about Elder Scrolls Online. We're going to talk about Dawnguard, the DLC, first DLC, $20, and also modding uh, and where it's gone since the Steam Workshop came along. So, let's start with Elder Scrolls Online. Thoughts?
2: It looked uh, interesting. I believe it's in the past. Uh, I can't remember exactly where it's set, but uh, there was going to be factions.
0: thousand years before the events of Skyrim.
2: Which will be interesting. And then I guess you get to visit all the different places, but they're not all going to be there at the start. So you'll get to see like Winterhold. I mean, no, Whiterun, but you might not see Winterhold, something
1: like that. Oh, you're way more optimistic about this than I am. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I mean that's what I've read. It's like certain places will actually be there in like Skyrim or the uh, Morrowind or other places, but not everything will actually be there or visitable. Um, that's at least that's what I had read when this uh, had been released.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not as I'm, I'm not necessarily as negative on this as Michael is, but I think the two of us have talked about this offline and. I am not really interested in the concept that comes here. I mean this, this sounds an awful lot like World of Warcraft set in Elder Scrolls because what we yeah. use it? it's third person, it. not first. It's got a a hot bar like you know a game like Dragon Age does or World of Warcraft. So not at all the same style of combat as what we're used to. I mean, I would have much rather have seen instead of an MMO, I would much rather have seen them do something where, like, you know, Minecraft you could bring two or three or you know, up to some undefined limit number of people into your own Skyrim server and play together cooperatively. That would have been cool. This, I figure it's going to go the same way as Star Wars The Old Republic. I'm sorry, I'm just not optimistic about this at all. There'll be a huge surge of initial interest, and then I figure it's going to follow that same surge as uh, path as Bioware's ever did, up and then down.
2: Yeah, I like that idea of having, like, uh, maybe multiplayer dungeons or something for you to go into that are more balanced for uh, multiple people, but MMOs are just, they're all the same in the way, they just, uh, you you go on there, there's a whole bunch of people, and they just uh, grind up levels and tedious tasks, and they, it can get really boring real fast.
1: You're being quiet, Austin, what are your thoughts on Elder Scrolls Online?
3: Um, I think they're only doing it because they won that lawsuit with Interplay.
1: <laughs>
0: well, they had to have had it in the works longer than that. I mean, they can't have half, they can't have half baked it in a couple of months.
1: They bought up um, a company that made MMOs, uh, and then there was the whole Interplay thing going on at the same time. And you do have to wonder if maybe that played into it a little bit. You know, they they intended to make an MMO and didn't want to have to compete. Uh, I guess, you know, having played WoW briefly, and I don't really like WoW that much uh, as a game, it uh, it feels very um, JRPG-ish combat style, you know, where you, you cast spell and wait for that to regenerate, which is essentially like taking a turn. And I don't really like that too much. It feels like there's not much skill involved because everybody just sort of stands around the monster, occasionally running out of the way of a targeted bombardment or slow, slow telegraphed attack. And and uh, yeah, you just iterate through one through one through nine of your skills and uh, heal yourself from time to time. And, uh, and the, you know the game is in the coordination with all of your friends playing it. And that just doesn't seem to uh, that doesn't interest me too much. I mean. I love multiplayer. I, I can't play Minecraft single player; It bores the heck out of me. But playing it multiplayer, I love it to death. But the other things that are that are going against Elder Scrolls Online right now, you know, you look at the screenshots and there's stuff that's come out just recently. It looks generic and bland as all heck. You know, there, there's nothing special about it by the looks of it. It really does look like a carbon copy of WoW. And that's a big problem because all of the other carbon copies of WoW, and you mentioned Elder Scrolls, on um, you mentioned the Old Republic, they're pretty much they're pretty much failures. And the Old Republic, its big claim to fame was that it had voice acting for everything. And uh, having played that game all the way through um, the Bounty Hunter storyline was enough for me. Most of that quote unquote voice acting is uh, overstated. <laughs> you get a lot of repeated stuff. <laughs> So, was Schools Online, yeah, I I kind of feel the same way as you, James, that I, I wanted to play, especially Fallout, cooperatively. Uh, you know, it, that that would suit my interests more than than this.
0: Two two kind of thoughts on this. One is that there, there was a review. I don't remember where it was. Might have been Kotaku. Might have been Joystick. I don't remember where. But there was a reviewer who made the comment, and I thought this was perfect. We already have World of Warcraft. Why do we need World of Elder Scrolls? That, that's comment one. And two, it's funny. All the big studios that come out with games like this, it seems all they can do is copy World of Warcraft. And then you've got Minecraft, this, this one guy. Now it's more than one guy. But you know, when he first came out with it, one guy and then slowly growing up to a small team. He comes up with what amounts to a, a, basically a new concept of, of multiplayer cooperative multiplayer world building. Now obviously something in Skyrim would be different, and there are cooperative multiplayer shooters certainly. But you could have a cooperative multiplayer plot driven game. It's not impossible. Nobody wants to do that
1: because I guess I guess that's uh, too the difficult public was the discussion trees where the group got to decide on what their response was for each discussion point, except not really It basically everybody did, voted on what they were going to say and then somebody got a, the, the dice roll to win the, the conversation and whatever that path was, was the path that the conversation was going to take so there was no real kind of democracy involved in in choosing the discussions and but that was possibly the best bit of The Old Republic, and you know it was few and far between. My friend and I called The Old Republic uh, running the game because we spent the majority of our time just running from fight to fight to conversation. Like The time to get from A to B was just massive. And as you leveled up, you gained the ability to run, and then you gained the ability to use a speeder. But at the same time, the places you went to the distances between the events got further and further apart. <laughs> so, yeah, that, the Old Republic, was, in my mind, is a bit of a failure in that respect, and, and now they're starting to see the subscriber loss, which is what I fully expected them to have. So the Old Scrolls Online, it seems like they've just started off on the wrong foot. Everything they've shown us so far is just telegraphing its its own demise. And what's, what's a shame, I guess, for me is... That they're going to be creating lore in the Elder Scrolls universe that I'm not going to be partaking in, and that kind of disturbs me a little bit. It's it's like a it's a it's a it's a bit like the Star Wars extended universe. You know, there's there's a hundred other aliens and all of this interesting backstory and stuff. But unless you're into playing Star Wars: The Old Republic, you're not going to find out about this stuff.
2: Well, I'm sure there'll be wiki pages for this kind of information
1: yeah but it's a di- that's different you know going to a wiki page and reading it it 's not something i 'm going to do if i'm playing the game and and exploring it and learning about
2: yeah, it yeah you'll lose a lot of the fun of uh experiencing that
1: yeah so so i don't i don't hold high hopes for this, and you know maybe we're going to be wrong, but I really doubt it you know they, I think they need to completely reconsider what they're doing if they added proper combat in if they added. Um, the ability to affect the world with your friends uh, rather than having, uh, you know, a thousand people spamming the the city with quests and whatnot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, any other thoughts on the Elder Scrolls Online before we move on to something actually interesting?
3: Um, I think it's going to be like the Diablo 3 launch where the servers will die in the first hour. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so you'll have this peak of initial interest because, you know, you do have a large audience for the Elder Scrolls, and honestly, like the Old Republic, there'll be a lot of people who get in on it early. But I expect it to follow that same dynamic that, El- that um, Knights of the Old Republic has, that the subscriber base will dim down. And the big question will be how long that they decide to keep that going. And I guess the tragedy to me is, since they've decided to invest in this, there's a bunch of money going into this that could have gone into something cool. They could have gotten, I don't know, another team up, Building more DLC for, for Skyrim. They could have gotten another team up building another, you know, another whole world. Maybe, you know, in addition to Fallout and Elder Scrolls, they could have had another whole team doing something interesting.
1: But you've got to remember, this isn't this isn't Bethesda. This is a completely different, essentially a different company, a different studio. Uh, what they're sharing is, I guess, lower resources and assets and stuff. You know, the game engine's completely different the the game style is completely different. the the programmers working on it are completely different. so, I don't know, you know, it 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 may as well not have been called The Elder Scrolls. It's essentially just Zenimax saying, "Hey, we own the the franchise. Let's slap that sticker on this piece of junk over here."
0: Uh, so I think you might end up uh, feeling more strongly about this than you do about Dragon Age Two, which would be hard.
1: <laughs> no, see, I actually spent money on Dragon Age Two, so.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, so he's not going to spend money on this one. Good move.
1: <laughs> okay, Dawn Guard DLC, not to be confused with Dawnstar. Well, the interesting
0: thing is is that a lot of the speculation seems to have been wrong. You know, before the trailer came out, everybody seemed to think, "Oh God, it's going to involve snow elves." And now maybe there 's going to be snow elves buried in there somewhere, but right now it really looks like you 've got this whole vampire versus vampire hunter thing going, and it's very, it 's very it at least looks very different than all the speculation and honestly, I thought the trailer looked pretty darn cool
2: <laughs> that looked awesome yeah, definitely awesome. I liked uh, seeing all the different uh, vampires and the there 's a even a shot at the end where you see this uh, dragon diving into the ice, so i don 't know if that 's uh, anything to do with the quest line for the vampires versus vampire hunters. But uh, I hope that this is like the Civil War where you get to choose sides and you can be either the Guard or the vampires.
0: I think, I think they strongly Garland, implied you yeah. could. Right at the beginning, you notice that the guy's speech is saying, are you here to join us and feast on the living, or are you one of them? And I think that implies that you will get that choice.
1: This is going to be a, a, a pretty big update to one of the sections of the game. You know, vam- The vampire curse is pretty pathetic right yeah. now. <laughs> so this is like a huge. You know, they kind of, kind of, almost hinted at this, when they did that one week of of experiment stuff, and there was stuff in there about vampires, and the vampire lore and vampire abilities in the previous games were much bigger. And you know, it's it's a, definitely a disability to be a vampire in this game. Uh, but when all this comes out, you're going to get all the vampire powers, and it will actually be useful to to roam around at night. And uh, you know kill innocents, I guess. Uh, but I'll definitely be playing it through the first time on the side of the Dawn Guard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take out the vampires. Do you guys noticed the, there was a scripted event in there where the sun was blotted out?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they mentioned the
0: Elder Scrolls.
1: Yeah. Oh, that, yeah that was an interesting point. And the, the Elder Scrolls looked like it was damaged. Like somehow they had their, their cheated fate.
2: Yeah, it, being a vampire is kind of like cheating fate. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, I I know there was a uh, mounted combat. Is that included in the DLC or is that separate?
1: That's uh, part of the main game now.
2: Yeah, that's part okay, of the, that, that was just a patch that came out. Yeah, that came
0: out okay. of that uh, week of what can you do with the creation kit that they ran at uh, at Bethesda, and that's just part of the patch that I haven't tried it yet, but it's it's in there.
1: Yeah, I tried it's it. It's Xbox cool. One thing that kind of surprised me about that. You know, you've got the Minecraft model where every few months a new version comes out and every week um, a, a snapshot of the latest development is being released and they're just constantly adding stuff. You know, you don't really get that from commercial games. You get patches, you get tweaks, you get balancing changes, but you don't get whole new features added to a, a, a released AAA game like this and, and bam, Combat on Horseback added. Uh, out of the blue, with no, no uh, warning. Not attached to DLC. You don't have to pay for it. Fantastic.
2: It was, uh, it was hinted in that one uh, Dragon Et, uh, video. I think that's what people were hoping for, and I'm glad that they just patched it in. That's awesome.
1: They should do more of that. It, mm-hmm. you know, if they kept doing that on a regular basis, that so this is kind of the indie group versus the the corporate group. I suspect the corporate structure is struggling to be agile enough to get content out regularly. So I really that, hope so. They're not going to be able to compete with the speed that Minecraft puts out, and there's an expectation of the level of quality of the stuff they're going to put out, but if they do keep putting out things like this, then Skyrim's longevity is just going to be massive, and basically, they misnamed the game. They should have just gone for Elder Scrolls Five. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you can see the dynamic of the difference between trying to be agile, because they push stuff out on Steam pretty often, and they're pushing beta out for people to test if they're willing. So they're, they're being much more agile with the PC game. Stuff comes out very quickly. You can take a look at it and try it before it even goes live formally. And then on the Xbox, or I guess the PS3, it's the same way. Everything lags. I mean, the only thing that's going to come out first is the DLC because of the timed exclusive thing with Microsoft. But everything else hits the, the Xbox like weeks after it hits the PC.
1: $20, and I have to wait... How long do I have to wait? One month. Everything's going to get spoiled for me. I'm going to hear all about it. <laughs> and I'm and, and, and as mind. people on the Facebook group have pointed out, PS3 users, too, also get, get the shaft on this one.
0: We also, they also get the arrow to the knee. It's, it's, not just, uh, it's not just the PC gamers. It's also PS3 users. I, yeah, that's true.
2: Oh, yeah, Jeff made a uh, arrow to the knee joke the other day uh, on Minecraft. I gotta go find that. I thought that was funny. But um, yeah, that sucks. That's uh, a month of waiting just for that. Day. They should do it simultaneously.
1: It's twenty dollars. It's it's clearly not. And the only people who are going to buy this are the people who love Skyrim. <laughs> you know, it's that's a subset of the amount of money you got for the initial game, and 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 not to forget that interest in the game has declined since it's been such a long time since the game was released. So that's it's it's a much smaller grip. You know, you pro- probably should just put it out there for everyone.
0: The only explanation is that Microsoft must have tossed money their way. Yeah, there's I agree. No other, there's no other possible explanation because, as you just explained, it makes no business sense.
2: Hmm. Yeah, Jebbit said, uh, I used to do Minecraft updates, but then I took a snapshot to the knee. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know why they're not doing this simultaneously, though. What is that? Oh, sorry. It's got to yeah. be money. I th- paid them
1: off. That that is, what's the exclusive deal? Is it the first two DLCs or just the first one? Oh, gosh. Because it was the first two last time. I think it's the first two again. Yeah. Well, you know, the best DLC was the best two DLCs were the last two DLCs for New Vegas. So. Yeah, well, we don't
0: even know how many there are going to be for this. I mean, think about it. It's been how many months?
1: Yeah, how big is this DLC going to be? 20 bucks is a third of the cost of the initial game. It's been a very long time. Yeah, it's been a very long time. So, how, how big is it going to be? That's, that's definitely the burning question in my mind.
2: Yeah, I would definitely want more than just this questline. I mean, it looks really cool, but for twenty dollars, I would. I hope there is some more stuff here. I mean, there'll probably be new locations. Um, cause that, that that castle looked uh, obviously different and new, and so uh,
3: I don't know. I hope there's more.
2: Yeah.
3: I hope you can take that one flying horse back to Skyrim because that'd help going up mountains. <laughs>
1: Well, if you're a vampire and and you've gone to like stage three vampirism, you could just fly yourself. Yeah,
3: I'd rather use a horse because then I can um, go to the nearest town without having to drop all my crap.
1: <laughs> I, I'm kind of curious how the plot will go. So, if you imagine that the the big bad guy, you get to choose to decide to side with the vampires, and his goal is to blot out the sun and rewrite the future of, with of the Elder Scrolls. How does that play into the rest of the game <laughs> if, if you side with that?
0: Like, like Fallout, this is going to have to have a canonical version going forward, and I expect that the canon will be that you sided with the with the Dawn Guard.
1: I don't yeah. know, I think it'd be hilarious if they actually made it so that this Skyrim, stay, the sun stays blotted out over the Skyrim for the the remainder of that playthrough. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, how could he join all of these uh, these people? You know, be be the uh, the night the nightshade or the night nightingale uh, thing, the uh, the harbinger for the companions, the, the leader of the dark brotherhood, and and then now the vampires. I mean, how can he be the leader of so many things? And, and then what? And then become the emperor next?
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> previous dragonborns have become emperor.
0: Yeah, that is part of the lore. I mean, if you go back to Oblivion, that was the whole point.
1: You know, And, and if they, if the, a future DLC comes back to the whole Thalmor situation and, and there's war, then that, that could be a potential outcome.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see if they do that.
3: They might have it, so you have to beat the main story in Skyrim before you can do the DLC, so it fits in with lore.
1: Yeah, we don't have any details on whether it increases your level cap. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't know why i even bothered saying it. I just couldn't help myself.
0: Well, they have to increase the soft level cap or it's utterly useless. Oh boy, we've increased it from 81 to 90. You know, good luck crawling your way up there.
1: <laughs> it's just that every other DLC for all the Fallout games and Oblivion and whatnot, they all increase the level cap, so it just seemed like the thing to say. Oh well. So... <laughs> This this DLC, I'm I'm very interested, and even if it turns out to be just a small thing, uh, I I think that'd be a huge mistake. But but I'll probably buy it anyway, and that's I, if twenty dollars for a, a a small quest line. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pushing it. It's gonna be a bit more than that, I think.
0: Well, you figure, we've had this conversation before offline where. The fear fear that they should have at this point is they've waited so long since game release to the release of this. And then there's the whole timed exclusive thing, which means that PC players will get a full preview of how good, bad, or ugly this is. So they're affecting their PC sales based on the reviews that are going to come out of that one month. And the thing that I'd be worried about if I were them is that even if this thing is good, given the huge amount of anticipation people have had given how long a wait it is, it could get down revved just based on it being not good enough because of anticipation being so high.
1: Yeah, actually, that's a really good point. And, or if and, it's buggy. <laughs> well, no, oh, I, I'll forgive given. the bugs. Yeah, it's going to be buggy. <laughs> it's expected to be buggy. This actually kind of reminds me of a recent trend that's been happening in Hollywood where they're releasing movies uh, in Europe first so that the um, U.S. reviews of movies don't affect European sales. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same. But this is the opposite of that. This is
0: the opposite of
1: that. <laughs> yeah. No, you make a really good point there. And if it's like, um, what was the first DLC for Fallout New Vegas? The one that I hated? Dead uh, Money. Dead Money. Dead Money. If it's anything like Dead Money, which I really doubt. Oh. That it's, from, from everything that I've heard and they've said and I've seen, I, don't, I can't imagine this is going to be anything like Dead Money. But if, for whatever reason, it turns out to be like Dead Money, I will not buy it. I, I'm definitely not going to buy it. Well, and that's the risk they run by having both the timed
0: exclusive. I mean, Microsoft should. If Microsoft didn't throw a huge pile of money at them, they've already made a huge mistake in, with accepting the timed exclusive because any if the reviews are at all negative, they are costing themselves Steam downloads.
2: I'm sure there'll be some negativity. There always is.
0: No, no, I'm not talking about some. I'm saying if the negativity is overwhelming, you know, like Dead Money, the, the audience for New Vegas, generally speaking, there were outliers, but the reviews were almost uniformly negative. The buzz was very bad for that. Now, if the buzz is that bad for this, that's a real problem. Now, I, I don't expect that. Like I said, the trailer looked really cool, so I expect it to be good. But as I said, the anticipation is so high that it better be pretty darn good. It's, it's going to have to be awesome.
2: They did say that this was going to be more like uh, an expansion pack than just uh, like the more uh, common and uh, average uh, DLC. So I am actually expecting more than just a quest line. I don't know, like almost a new region of of Skyrim or or something to visit more than just a, a dark castle where the vampires are hanging out.
1: Yeah, but I don't like the way they did it in Fallout and Fallout New Vegas where you go to a new region... I much prefer it if it's actually part of the world that you're already in. Well, keep in mind, that's what they
0: did in Oblivion. In Oblivion, the Shivering Isles is a whole different realm.
1: Yeah.
2: I kind of meant how, like, they have, um, what is it, Morrowind rendered, but not really, uh, filled out. You know, you could see it in the distance if you're on a certain, uh, um, mountain range or whatever. I thought that maybe they could fill that out or something in the DLC. Like, you could go into that area now, uh, you know, but, um... Maybe that's uh, too much to hope for. Well, for
0: that matter, they could send you into parts of Cyrodiil, because even though the last game was in Cyrodiil, keep in mind that after the war, apparently large parts of Cyrodiil are wrecked now, so you could conceivably have the vampires hanging out in a part of Cyrodiil that was destroyed by the war and is kind of in open turmoil, so they could easily be setting up shop there.
1: And blotting out the sun. (laughs) (laughs) That too.
2: (laughs) Well, it does look like they're centred around Skyrim because the castle looked like it was uh, had snow all over the place, so it was like in the same regions of uh, Dawnstar, Winterhold, and Windhelm, so I think it's somewhere in the north, just uh, not an area that we've gone to much.
1: Yeah, they could, they could plop it down anywhere on the map, really. I mean, you look at some of the mods that people have done to add buildings and areas to the game, they just pick a location and they insert their thing, so... That could be done. You know, just pick some remote location that there isn't much stuff in there, right? Up in the north northeast, for example.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of areas of the map up that way that are pretty much empty other than the odd
1: cave. Well, the last part is, to talk about is the Steamworks stuff. And, and one thing that changed since the launch, apart from the plethora of mods that have come out, is these collections. Have you seen the collections?
0: They're mods that are meant that are pretty much verified to work with each other, right?
1: Yeah, and themed, you know, so anybody can make a collection of mods, name it and put it up there, and then people vote on the best collections. So there are some, there are some pretty crazy collections up there with hundreds and hundreds of mods in them.
2: Wow, that is crazy. You might, uh, you might uh, make an expansion pack out of all those mods.
1: Well, I mean, I basically have my Skyrim. I'm going to have to remove so much stuff and start a new character to play this, to play the DLC. I suspect because who knows how things are going to interact.
0: <laughs> yeah, I hadn't
1: thought of that. I don't have that many
0: mods, but yeah, I hope they don't break that. Yeah. Oh,
1: I got heaps of mods. <laughs> it's just so easy to install them, and they're just there, you know. <laughs> they're just, they just—they want to be played with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do like how easy it is to install from, stuff from Steam, but that's um, the Steam Workshop. But I know we've gone over that already.
1: Well, at least the PC users have had that. So.
2: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Well, that was that was the Kotaku point. I think was that at least uh, maybe the modders will come up with something to tide us over between now and when the uh, 30-day timed exclusive ends.
2: Yeah, there there are. Um... Uh, adventures on there that you can do not just uh, locations and stuff but people have actually created adventures I've oh, seen yeah. those on
0: there you can filter by quests there, there's a whole filter built for quests and there are tons of them I don't know how good they are I've downloaded two of them that were pretty lame but I can't draw conclusions off two lame ones
2: yeah, there's like a one that's like journey to the center of the earth for Skyrim, and there's another where there's like this Uber dungeon where you're supposed to be level. You have to need to be like level fifty two just to start it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's some great stuff there. I've I've recently gone back and I've I've got Fallout Three reinstalled and I've loaded in a billion and one mods into that as well. And yeah, it, there's a lot of longevity in these games.
3: There's a lot of good Fallout Three mods out there.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. That's what the mods are are there for, to add longevity. That's why I think they helped with Steam Workshop to make it uh, easier for people to mod their game and want to play it, and hopefully that'll keep them to stay around for the DLC, and I hope this DLC does good, and the next one will be just as good, I hope.
0: Well, I think with that, Michael, you probably want to take us out.
1: Yeah, well, if you missed an episode, or this is the first time you've heard us, you want to subscribe to the iTunes feed or join the Facebook group or follow us on Twitter or join the Steam group, you can find these links and more at www.joroba.com. That's J-A-R-O-B-E-R.com slash Thunecast, T-H-U-U-M-C-A-S-T. And uh, I guess that's, that's everything for now. Until the
0: DLC is actually out and we can talk about that.